Hello and welcome to the Dustin Eric Podcast Show brought to you by Mimosa Networks. Hi, I'm Dustin. I'm Eric. And today we have a very special episode. Today we're talking about Airspan plus Mimosa equals Airmosa, Mimospan. We're going to give you the download on uh, Mimosa by Airspan. So today's special guest is John Colvin. He's the SVP of Global Field Operations. Thanks for joining us, John. Thanks, Dustin. Thanks, so, Eric. Glad to be here. You yeah, thanks. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so uh, at Mimosa, you know, uh, the company was very much uh, focused on the customers, so I had responsibility for sales, customer service, and sales operations, and I worked very close hand-in-hand with the marketing team on all of our customer engagement activities. Uh, Moving forward, uh, we're joining the Airspan team, and I'll be in a similar role, uh, but really focused on worldwide channels and direct accounts uh, from a sales engagement perspective. All right, so uh, we'll move right on here to today's main course. Mimosa plus airspan discussion. So what happens now? So the first question that I have for you, John, is why did airspan acquire Mimosa? Yeah, it's a great question. The 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 best way to look at any acquisition is how do you uh, bring two companies together? Are they complementary? Are there certain aspects of the company that's getting acquired uh, that the company acquiring them sees value in? Um, there were several factors that uh, Airspan saw as part of the Mimosa acquisition. First and foremost was, uh, from a portfolio perspective, uh, Mimosa's solutions from a fixed wireless perspective um, really fit very nicely in their ter- into their portfolio, and, and there really there's no um, competing products in their existing portfolio. In fact, this is very complimentary and, and really fills a void that they had. Um, second, um, uh, Airspan as a company have always been fr- uh, a direct engagement company, uh, meaning that they were not uh, going necessarily through distribution or resellers. They saw this as an opportunity to expand their reach by leveraging the wide-scale di- distribution and reseller um, arm that we've built over the last several years. Uh, it instantly gives them an opportunity to go take some of their existing products and get them in-country to theaters potentially that they uh, did not have good presence in. So this gives them a chance to, to leverage kind of the distribution engine we've already built uh, and gives them a chance to go wider, faster with some of their existing solutions. Um, third is uh, it gives them a chance as a high-tech company to have presence in Silicon Valley, which is, as you know, every high-tech company has good presence here, and uh, it's a great opportunity for them to go build uh, upon what's already been established by Mimosa and continue to grow it. And so the plan is to continue to leverage the existing Mimosa headquarters that we have here in Santa Clara and continue to expand and add resources and invest in uh, the technology innovation team there as well as marketing resources, all those people that will help and continue to uh, promote and push the Mimosa brand. So just as a follow-up to that question, since you're saying that our office is their Silicon Valley branch, um, can you talk about where else they have offices around the world? Yeah, they are. Uh, they've been around for almost 20 years, and they have offices around the world. They have some major development centers uh, in uh, the UK, in London, as well as in uh, Israel. Um, they also have uh, large presence in India, uh, and they have uh, other uh, locations uh, around the world where they have resources uh, assisting in, 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 in certain customer engagement activities where there are some large tier ones. Okay. Uh, what are the advantages of this acquisition? You kind of touched already on that. Any other uh, advantages? Uh, yeah, I I, th- I think for, okay, so for Mimosa, so I talked about 
<clears throat> what was the value to Airspan. But for Mimosa, the one thing that it instantly gives us an opportunity is to, to leverage their size and scale. Um, you know, the one thing the, as a startup, as everyone knows, is, you know, you're only as good as a high-tech company as your continued investment. And their plan is to continue to invest. And at the size and scale they are, uh, they're much larger than us and have yep. an opportunity for us to leverage their resources yep. as well as uh, their financials, uh, which is very important, as everyone knows. Being financially stable, uh, people want to make sure that those companies are going to be around. For Mimosa, it gave us a chance to quite a quickly kind of go scale and, and, and be much bigger, faster, and also have a stronger financial background uh, with what they can bring to the table. Um, in addition to that, um, they – uh, have spent many years working engagements with uh, named accounts. Um, we had just really started to engage uh, and go bigger than the existing accounts we had. They instantly give us credibility with their feet on the street, with the contacts, the customers they have, um, and instantly gives us a chance to get our products very quickly into the discussions and to the table of uh, places it would have taken us a longer time to get there. Yep. I, th I think it also uh, along those lines, we're uh, scaling our support as well, pinpointing, building our support uh, resources uh, globally. Yep, I did. I touched on the I touched on from an uh, innovation standpoint, but you're right. From a customer service perspective, um, it really gives us a chance. They have very strong customer support uh, service teams geographically placed around the world in certain theaters uh, that are already engaging with our teams as far as getting versed and trained on the technology, the the, uh, the support of them, um, making sure they understand how we work from the standpoint with our customers, much more closer and tighter, uh, mm -hmm. which is obviously going to bring faster response times to our customers around the world. Right. I've actually been actively training uh, their guys. So uh, busy, busy, busy. Yeah. And, and uh, the one thing I can, I can speak of, uh, I was very fortunate before the acquisition to start getting involved and, and work with some of the leadership team there at Airspan, as well as some of the sales team and uh, people from their finance group, um, a really good group of people, uh, really top-notch um, type of people that you want to, to know that uh, they've been around the business for a while, very experienced. Um, they've got a great story of the history of where they've come from. Um, they value and appreciate the hard work and effort it takes to, to build a company, mm -hmm. uh, and they've been open-armed as far as uh, bringing us into the mix of the company as well as kind of their plans for next steps. And I think the three of us at least know just by some of the engagements, I mean, they're listening, which is a very important part of any acquisitions. It's not like they already come in and have their own minds made up. They're actually listening to understand what do we need to kind of accelerate what we were doing and how can we actually help accelerate some of the things that they wanted to go do by leveraging the machine that we've already built, which is a very exciting. So Airspan has been mainly focused on LTE and LTE products. So how does our products uh, complement theirs? Yeah, so I, I would think the best way to look at some of the things that they were doing is uh, these are a couple of their products. Um, one's called Air Unity and one's called uh, Air Strand. Um, they're really small cell products that actually helps the mobile service providers kind of help go get better coverage from a wireless capability. Um, we're very focused on broadband. We're very focused on connecting people to uh, connecting people to the world via the internet. So our products are really around fixed wireless, um, doing for both commercial, residential, business customers, giving higher capacity connections. 
that are fixed to kind of give customers a better opportunity to get connected faster around the world. I think we all know that broadband um, availability to people around the world is is not accessible everywhere. And I think we know that people would love to go have fiber pulled to every residential customer, every business customer, every MDU. But as we all know, it's a very expensive endeavor and, and it takes a long time to do. Right. As we all know, our fixed wireless solutions are becoming more and more um, credible, acceptable, uh, reliable for people to have that same quality broadband experience that you could get with a wired connection. And I think um, that's where we're starting to see more and more um, service providers starting to deploy them for broadband connection. Most definitely. 10 to 15 years ago, somebody would have laughed at you if you wanted to do fixed wireless, and now that's uh, the way things are moving at this point. And isn't uh, isn't globally uh, mobile data is used indoors? There's a, a huge percentage of, 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 of where mobile data is actually used. It's like 70 80% indoors for yeah. mobile. So, yeah, now we can integrate uh, some of our backhauls, some of our mountainous regions via, via our own backhaul products and get that into the uh, the airspan uh, product line. Yeah, I think the, the I think you'll hear different percentages, but yeah. um, mobile data only accounts for something like 6 to 8% of the total da- broadband da- data that's used. It's a very low percentage. So mobile operators want to go get more, right? So that's why they're going out with this 5G is to give them a chance to go leverage their infrastructure for getting more people to use them as a broadband play. Um, I think everybody well aware that people very quickly jump on Wi-Fi anywhere they go. So they're not using typically their mobile device to get broadband mm-hmm. connectivity. People jump on Wi-Fi because, A, it's faster, it's bigger pipes, and it's quicker to, it's quicker to uh, get, you know, get connected to. And yeah. it's usually cheaper, too, because some people have to pay for their mobile data. Exactly. Oh, big Good points. Point. Uh, what happens to the uh, mobile? Mimosa brand uh, now. Yeah, so Airspan um, values the Mimosa brand. They know that from a customer segmentation standpoint, uh, that's the one thing that uh, we're known for is in the fixed wireless space. That's what Mimosa was known for. They value that brand. The Mimosa brand is going to carry forward. In fact, if you go look at our website, you'll see that our, our webpage actually already shows. It says Mimosa and it says buy Airspan. So uh, we're going to continue the brand moving forward for our distributor distribution engine that already has products still on the shelf. Mm-hmm. They should ve- feel very good that the Mimosa products they got, the branding, everything stays the same. Um, we're going to obviously be revisiting a lot of things around kind of what's coming next. But from the standpoint of the brand itself, they're absolutely going to uh, continue to carry the brand forward. Um, there are also opportunities where there's going to be some of the product um, – taken uh, advantage of, like I said, with some of these larger tier ones, uh, in some cases, our product may eventually go to a white label approach and be uh, changed to, to fit form and factor of what they want, which is a great opportunity for them to go take our products into these larger tier ones mm-hmm. where the larger the tier ones almost demand that it's a white box approach. So uh, I'm sure another popular question is, is what about us? Well, Mimosa continue to operate as a separate entity, or, or what will happen there? Yeah, we, we're, from the standpoint of our engagement, um, we'll, we'll, we'll operate as a separate entity, but all the organizations will be integrated into yeah. the Airspan uh, family. Um, but there will still be some of us that will operate from the standpoint of engagements as, an, as, a, as the Mimosa entity, 
but will still be part of the airspan family if i can kind of you know at this point that's kind of the way it's being played out right if that makes sense well the the connection on the the west coast silicon valley and so forth so basically we'll still wear the mimosa emblem but we'll represent airspan yeah, the marketing team is working on all the mm-hmm. updated uh, logos and, and um, um, swag and all that kind of uh, things, but you're going to continue to see the Mimosa logo as is. Um, there may be some takes off of that are a little bit different, uh, but it's from the standpoint of all the, uh, you know, the the gear that you see is where, as you can see, Eric and I very really nice dressed out in the Mimosa gear, and you can see Dustin here dressed out with his airspan. Oh, look at that. Huh? Ooh. Yeah, nice, nice. But, uh, yeah, so we'll continue to, to carry the Mimosa uh, brand forward. Uh, it's something we're very proud of and excited about. There was six years of effort that went uh, into this company by a lot of people uh, to continue to see if we can carry, as we say, the Mimosans will carry the flag proudly forward. And uh, at some point, um, you know, we'll continue to see the product pushed into um, the Airspan family of products in and then there'll be next generation of products that are coming out that will obviously be decided on how those products will be branded. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have a follow-up question to that. Um, I assume that we're still going to be at the normal trade shows we attend, and we're still going to be wearing Mimosa Gray? Yeah, I, I, I believe at this point we're in the process of you know locking down budgets for 2019, but um, all the uh, trade shows, industry uh, trade shows that we were at last year, all those are, are planned on being – uh, attended by the Mimosa and the Airspan team. In fact, uh, at Mobile World Congress this last year and down in Los Angeles, um, Airspan and Mimosa were both there. Um, and this year you're going to start seeing um, in places we'll be in the same booth, obviously, uh, yep. as part of the kind of the, the, the presence in those shows. But uh, we'll probably have both brands up. We'll have Airspan and Mimosa brands We're going to need a bigger booth. That's right. <laughs> we're going um, to need a bigger boat. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, how about our online tools? Uh, Mimosa's online tools and uh, and cloud uh, software. You know, design tool, the NMS. Uh, will that those products still be available? Yeah, I don't think there's any plan at this point um, or any preconceived notions on to do anything with those brands, but keep the the products, mm-hmm. the systems, the tools, carry them forward. There is a lot of work that's being done right now by the development team, the engineering groups, on what does make sense carrying forward. There are some things that Airspan actually has. Um, they've got a element management system, a network management system called NetSpan. Uh, in my mind, may make sense for us to obviously make uh, offer to, available to certain size customers where it makes sense where they may want um, a different type of network management platform where they can actually have the servers on site. Because right. today, you know, everything we do is up in the cloud. Yep. It's not something we can easily take out of the cloud. And, and a lot of our customers would like to actually potentially have it in their four walls. NetSpan actually gives you that capability. So we have to kind of decide what, when does it make sense maybe to start rolling some over, over the Mimosa product solutions underneath Net, NetSpan, for example. So I know some of our customers have asked for that. So uh, hang tight and uh, let's see what happens. Uh, and as far as like our network design tool that's on our portal, all of that remains the same. In fact, mm-hmm. you know, um, the sales team has been pushing extremely hard um, to continue to evolve uh, more capabilities onto the network design tool. I think the Airspan leadership team recognizes it's an, it's a, it's a, an important um, viable um, tool you need to have to compete in this market, as well as make it an ease of use and people to be able to do to design 
you know, solutions in their locations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're going to continue to see more and more investment in that network design tool. We could evolve it to something bigger and better that covers even more of Airspan's existing technology. Uh, but at this point, there's no plans to, to uh, back off on the existing network design tool. In fact, there's plans to continue to evolve it. Good, good. What was the other one you asked me about? I think it was cloud. Ne- yeah, uh, NMS. NMS. I think yeah, those, that, are, those are that, probably the, the main two, right? Yeah, that, that covers. Yeah, it's all part of the same thing yeah, anyway. Yeah. So I know that you touched on this in the beginning, but will Mimosa still sell through the, the normal distribution channels that we have now? Will anything really change there for us? Yeah, no, nothing's going to change as far as our distribution channels. Um, in fact, um, we're already, in fact, uh, we've got some training sessions this week with the marketing team and, and some uh, counterparts inside of airspan and start really understanding all of their solutions that they have which ones really make sense to actually go take into our distribution um, engine they've got several different ones some are logical ones to go and others are not Um, so we're going to be deciding which ones to go take into that um, distribution channel and right now the the sales team is actually out there still engaging and we're actually adding more distributors every quarter uh, in different countries, so we're we're not backing off on you know spending effort and time to go get more in-country presence with certain distributors. And we we'll see mimosa branded products go into Asia now. Oh yeah, However, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's that's yep. Yeah, we we've you know from a company perspective, uh, we were very strong in uh, EMEA, yep, and Cala, and in what we call North America or U.S. and Canada. Um, and then really Asia Pac, uh, we just got started, uh, with their reach of the efforts they've been put, putting out there, we've already seen an instant impact. There's a lot of effort, as everyone knows, when you're going into certain countries, you have to get type approval, uh, which is almost like, um, um, it's almost like a certification to be allowed to sell in certain ca- mm-hmm. countries. It's called homologation. Um, th- we, we were struggling quite honestly, to say the least, to get it done fast, um, they have people in those countries that have already done some of their products and allows us to very quickly yeah. kind of ride the coattails and get our products also now certified and, and, and type approved. Yep, yep. They, um, all through the uh, ITU, the International uh, Telecommunications Union, and all the three reg- global regions. So now we get to branch out and move, uh, move to the east. Right. A bit more. Yeah. So just so you know, uh, I know that John mentioned Cala and EMEA and Asia Pac. Uh, a lot of people don't know what those mean. So Cal is oh. just Central and uh, South America. Uh, EMEA is Europe and the Middle East. Middle East. And then Asia Pac, of course, is uh, Asia Pacific. It's it's Europe, Middle East, and the A stands for? Uh, I don't know. Africa. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, it's a little test. There's a little geography test there for you. So. We'll get you there, Dustin. <laughs> a- they're just acronyms. Uh, very important ones, though. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, will Mimosa continue to support customers? No. As of today, support's closed. No more. Okay. You, you can't have support what ever time? again. And, and we're uh, at uh, 1452 Pacific Standard Time? Yeah. Support's closed. No you, more. Dustin, you heard it right there. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. The <laughs> I, I think, you know, the thing, um, you know, as a su- service company of products, you know, doing both products and support, um, the one thing that Mimosa was yeah. was valued at, and I think was appreciated, was uh, our customer support, and I think we achieved a lot of success through that, as well as awards. Um, we're going to continue that type of of uh, support, 
uh, and in fact, um, actually expand it with uh, with more resources, um, which has been needed for some time. Uh, we have a kind of a around the clock support. Um, we have a group here that was actually supporting, if you want to call it the U.S. time, and then we actually had a group in Turkey that kind of picked up and did, you know, if you want to say the, the U.S. night time, so to speak. This is going to give us a chance to quite honestly have more more resources to kind of uh, support that. So we're very excited about it. Um, we're also going to be uh, rolling out early this part of this next year uh, a 24 by 7 support as well, uh, which will be offered as a, as a service agreement, like a tiered service. But I think it's going to be something that we need to actually provide as part of being the company that we are to make sure that we can support those customers that are expecting it. Good deal. Yeah. So um, what, what will happen to our, our current products? Uh, are they staying? Are they going? Um, are we gaining or losing anything? Yeah, at this time, there's there's uh, the products the products that we had planned to stay or staying. I think everyone is well aware we had a, a phenomenal year this year as far as new product releases. I mean, I think in 2017 was a year that we focused on software. Uh, we focused on you know tightening the belts up on some of our quality and reliability reliability uh, concerns that we wanted to make sure we leveraged and got better software out there. But in 2018, it was really the year of new products. Uh, we came out with the B24. We came out with our uh, first sector antennas with the N545s. And then uh, here at uh, Wispa uh, Palooza, we uh, did the product launch for our C5X, which is both uh, our third generation um, client device that does point-to-point and point-to-multipoint mm-hmm. with uh, a family of antennas. Uh, kind of a state-of-the-art, you know, you know modular uh, radio that uh, allows you to twist on whatever the antenna you need. So really hit on all cylinders as far as new products. Um, so now we're real excited with those out. Um, it gives us a chance to, quite honestly, um, have them kind of be the next-generation products moving forward. So there there obviously be some that, uh, that won't be um, carried forward that, Potentially, uh, the next gener- these are the next generation. But it, from that standpoint, um, everything else is moving forward with it. So, John, you missed one new item that came out this year. What was it? Eric, do you know? Wh- which item did he miss? 24C5X antenna. You got the, uh, the X2, X4, the four-port uh, yeah. sectors. Yeah. E. <laughs> um, it's an, in- it's an antenna. Editing. Oh, you're right. There you go. The first antenna. Oh, the N5360. How could I forget that little guy? I don't know. Yeah, but you're right. Good, good catch. No, that it, it was uh, again. There was another another product that uh, that's been well received out there from the standpoint of the applications. So you're right. Yeah. It was a, a the N5 360. It's it's done very well. It's done yeah. very well. It's a great performer, and it's so slim. I, l- I love uh, installing those really tiny 360. Yeah, no product. good catch. Yeah, yeah. So Eric, I think that <laughs> we're running out of time here. You have one more question, I think. Sure. Uh, how about new? Products in the pipeline. A lot of that uh, is in play in discussions as we speak. I mean, we've already had some thoughts about some things we planned on doing in 2019, but obviously as a new company, we're going to go make sure that if there's places we can go accelerate and ramp faster by leveraging some of their development teams. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, I think there's going to be some some great products that come out in 2019. Nothing you can even hint about? I mean, we're look we're looking going into lower frequencies, and we're looking to go yeah. into higher frequencies. Yeah. Wow, so, nice hands. <laughs> hey, and we have we have full fully stocked equipped uh, labs in, right here on the premises too, with with heavy duty engineers ready to rock. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be an exciting time for us in 2019. Yeah. 
All right, John. Well, uh, appreciate you for uh, coming by and uh, sitting here for a few minutes and talking about uh, what's happening here at Mimosa. I know there's a lot of people out there who are wondering uh, what's going on here, so uh, it's nice to be able to talk about it a little more. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure, Dustin and uh, and Eric, and I look forward to uh, coming back on maybe on a monthly basis. Well, we, we look forward to having you back if right. uh, you have time to come by. All right. So we have a, another podcast coming up soon. It'll actually have uh, our head of engineering on the show, so we can talk a little more about what's going on on that side of the building. So uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Dustin and Eric Podcast Show. Thanks for tuning in. Please hit the subscribe or follow button to stay up to date with our latest podcast, which will be available on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. 